This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Meter and the Coach with John Meter-Perel and Tim Welsh. Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 Welcome back to Meter and the Coach. Great to have you with us as always on a Sunday morning. He's Tim Welsh. I'm John Meter-Perel. And Tim, you know, you, your, your stunning discourse on the Patriots uh, was right on the money. Uh, hard to argue anything right now in terms of how bad they are, in terms of how pathetic their personnel department is, in terms of how uh, scattered they've been throughout, uh, including a uh, quarterback that doesn't know which end is up. But I guess the one thing you can say is that their offensive line is, I guess, better than it was. Uh, and, you know, what do we know about offensive line play? But we got to go to the expert. I mean, nothing like offensive line talk on a Sunday morning with one Dan Cope. And Dan, are you with us? Oh, all right. I thought he was there. Man, I had such a great buildup. What a great intro. Well, but Dan and I had a rough Saturday afternoon. We had to break down some uh... – some fifth grade basketball girls basketball yesterday his daughter and my daughter were out there battling uh on the hardwood and uh you know dan's knowledge goes far and beyond offensive line play we're breaking down some pick and roll defense and uh some three-point shooting opportunities and we had it all broken down yesterday afternoon the experts the experts are always the parents uh on saturday afternoons but uh you know you know when you do look at it though uh, it's just, and I was speaking, talking to Dan about it yesterday. And, and when you talk about what's happened, you know, and it started when you lose players like not just Tom Brady, but Gronk and Edelman and uh, you, you name it, you know, the list of guys that either they let go or retired. And then you lose coaches like Dante Scarnecchia. You lose coaches like Josh McDaniels. You lose coaches like Ivan Fears, and then and you don't replace them with competent people. You know those are high level coaches, and when you lose those coaches, you better replace them with high level personnel. And when you have when you lose high level players, you better replace them with high level players or some something in that area in that area code. You, know, you talked about the kicker, you know Nick Folk. I mean, you let him go. You traded him. You traded him. He's the best kicker in the NFL this year, and you draft and you drafted a rookie who's cost you two games, and so just those type of mistakes, you know, when you pass on really great players and take 
guys that aren't even in the NFL anymore. Or you pick Mac Jones in the first round. You know, it's just one thing after another, and then now you end up two and nine. You know, you end up two and nine. So that's where where you're at, and it's just it's been a slow, slow, slow death for them. And now that's where they are. And unfortunately for them, that's that's what's happened. And but when you don't when you don't watch the store, when you don't pay attention to what's going on for year after year after year, and you live and you just try to live in the past, you know, that you, you think that you're gonna live on your laurels. We're just it's our system is it doesn't matter who the players are, it doesn't matter who the coaches, it's my system that wins. And the day they left Tom, let Tom Brady go, you knew, you knew they were headed in the wrong direction right. because there was no reason on earth. That, especially, I mean, when they when the Packers let Brett Favre go, they had Aaron, they knew they had Aaron Rodgers sitting there. They yeah, knew that's, it. That's exactly right. There were solutions. Same thing with Joe Montana, but in the 49ers. they knew Steve Young was there. So it's like, but what did you have? Nothing. Yeah, Jared Stidham. Yeah, Jared Stidham. That's who he had sitting there waiting, waiting to take his place. You had and you had so, the, you had the belligerent coach who thought he could bring in Cam Newton and turn make everything right and win eleven games. And Cam Newton, you know, the COVID year and yada yada yada. And Belichick won with Cam Newton and the Patriots were okay during that year. Blah 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 blah. No, they weren't. They were horrible. It was the beginning of the end. That's what it was. You have a you have a coach that doesn't know personnel anymore, that hasn't adjusted to the modern day game. He's playing 1995 football, and that's why you're paying for it. And it, it's just it it really is discouraging. It's miserable. It's a horrendous situation. Uh, I know I'm being over dramatic, but it's really bad. And it's going to be. I don't care if it's Caleb Williams or Drake May or Michael Penix or Bo Nix or all the games we talk about every week. I think those guys are going to be good. I think they're all going to be good quarterbacks. I think they're all going to be better than Mac Jones. But whoever's in here playing quarterback next year, maybe it will be Kirk Cousins. I don't know. Maybe they'll make a trade. Maybe they'll bring in a veteran. Who knows? But uh, whoever it is, it's going to take a long time. I don't care who it is playing quarterback. I don't care uh, who, who the you know what the chess pieces are. Uh, it's going to be really hard to fix this thing in a year or two or three. It's going to be a five-year fix. And maybe they'll be a little bit better next year. I hope they are. I hope they're not going to win two games next year. I hope they win five. I hope they're better. I hope we can see appreciable improvement. But it's going to be a long, long time to get back to anywhere close, anywhere close to what you what you were. That's period, end of story. I want to shift, though, towards – Chaos. That's the word of the day. I was going to start today before I overslept with that word. Chaos with a capital C. And that begins with college football. The playoff situation is a mess right now. I, an unenviable task for for uh, Boo Corrigan and his committee. Boo Corrigan is the athletic director of North Carolina State. He is the head of the college football playoff committee. A uh, guy you know, a guy that's been around uh He's done a really good job at every place he's been. Uh, his father was a former ACC commissioner. Uh, I don't, I don't, I trust Boo Corrigan. I trust the guys in that room that are making the decision. But my point is, I don't know what I would do. You can give me numbers. You can give me every number crunching sheet you want. You can give me the eye test. You can give me this. You can give me that. It's going to be really difficult for them to decide who their top four teams. I do know this though, Tim is. I do know this, Tim. The number one team should be Washington. They're your number one seed, period. 
Washington is number one. How that sets up, will it be Michigan? Will it be Florida State? Will it be Texas? Will it be Georgia? Will it be Alabama after Washington? Well, you've got to, you've got to let Florida State in. I, I don't see how you can't. You know, they've done, you know, they're playing in a Power Five conference. They, they're undefeated. You know, I know the quarterback situation, but you got to put them in. You got to put them in. And, you know, hey, listen, the SEC, uh, Mike, the commissioner's on the other day begging for two spots. You know, they better hope they get one. You know, they, they might be left out. Uh, and again, the system, you know, Boo Cargans, we like him. Uh, smart, but he's in a tough spot here. The committee's in a tough spot because of the rules that they've set up. And uh, there should be more teams. There should be more teams in this. And then, of course, there's always going to de be debate. Uh, there's always going to be the ninth, tenth team, the twelfth team, whatever. Those teams, there's all just like the NCAA tournament. Uh, right. There's always there's always some debate. You know, last year it was Clemson. You know, won 14 games, I believe, in the ACC, 24 games overall. They didn't get in uh, to the NCAA tournament um, in basketball. So it, there's always going to be debate. But when you have when you have something like this year, it's it just really shows how flawed the system is, and and probably you know basketball. Why basketball? So such a better tournament because of the fact that you you know you're going to leave out probably a really good team, a really good team out of this group. And in basketball, that doesn't happen. You don't leave, leave out a really good team. There's always some warts there for the teams that are on the bubble and don't get in. But this is going to be very interesting. I mean, I, I can't see or fathom how they leave Florida State out, but stranger things have happened. And we know how the politics work in that room. for some, And, and that's what it is in, in football. We all know that. Yeah, and Nick Saban started last night with, you know, if they really want the top four teams and they can't leave us out, of course he's going to politic. He, was, he wasn't over the top with it. Uh, uh, Nick, you did lose to Texas, so Texas uh, has that edge over you if it comes down to that, which I think it will in the committee's eyes. Uh, correct on all accounts. Uh, it's a flawed system, but the good news is it's going away. After this year, next year it all opens up. You're going to have 12 teams which is what it should be. And I think it should even be more than that. But next year will be much easier to – next year will be much easier to digest for the committee to get this thing through. Uh, my, my, my gut says uh, it's going to be Washington. It's going to be Michigan. It's going to be, uh, I'd say, Texas and Florida State. That's my gut. Those are my top four at the moment. Who knows? We'll see later today. It's going to be fascinating uh, as to what goes on in, in that room. But good news is we have, as advertised, Dan Copen. He needs no introduction. Longtime New England Patriot, longtime Boston College Eagle, and friend of the show. Dan Copen, good morning. How are you? Me there, Tim. Gentlemen, how are you? Oh, first Would of you, all, Dan, how was the show last night at Trinity Rep? Give us a review of the uh, what were we at the Christmas, was, the, the Christmas Carol. You know, it, it's it's that holiday season where you got to get the uh, uh, you know get get the uh, holiday joy in. It was good. It was it was really good. We we actually go to that show. Um, we try to go once a year, um, but uh, you know every year. So uh, the kids liked it. It was it was a good. Uh, a good uh, 
was a good year because they switch it up every year. But thanks, thanks for asking, Tim. Yeah, well, you know, I I was waiting for the invite, but I didn't get it yesterday at basketball. But Meter Meter wants to talk some football. <laughs> I I told him you and I could talk hoops and out of bounds plays and how to guard the uh, fifth grade girls pick and roll. But uh, we will we'll, we'll go back to college football and the NFL. I'll tell you, it's yeah, probably just... it's probably hard. It's harder, probably Tim, and you probably know it's probably harder to coach fifth and sixth grade girls basketball than it is uh, the old the old guys. <laughs> no doubt about it. <laughs> especially especially with what uh, what we have presented in Foxborough this year, Dan. Uh, I know you were never on a two and nine team. This is the first two and nine Patriot edition since nineteen ninety two. Uh, 33 or 33 years, 32 years since they were two and nine. Uh, that's how bad it is. Uh, from what you've seen this year, uh, I came on earlier and said Belichick's the worst coach in the NFL. Maybe I'm being overdramatic, uh, but to me, it's it's a total destruction of the roster. Uh, they have no playmakers. <laughs> Coaching's been bad. It's been a total lack of uh, of control from every point. Dan, would you agree? Oh. Meter, tell me, tell me what you really think. Jesus, uh, no, no, I mean, it just came off the rails a little bit. You know, I, I, I don't agree that he's, you know, the worst coach. You know, he's probably one of the best coaches in the history in the NFL, and you can take a look at his record and 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 the um, the Super Bowls and, that he has the show about it. You know, I think it's just run its course. I, I, it just, you know, at some point, twenty, twenty-five years, however long it's been. Uh, you know, it just gets to a point where you need to do something different. And I'm not saying it's bad or whatever. There was decisions made that um, probably were not the right ones. There's, uh, you know, the roster isn't what it used to be, and they're not keeping up with the teams. It doesn't mean he can't coach. It doesn't mean he doesn't know the situations. Um, you know, those situations that come up every week are the same situations. The difference this year is, you know, they're not executing in those situations. They're not making the plays. They're not, you know, getting a turnover or, or getting a first down. It's just, that's just the way it is. And, and unfortunately, you know, you know, change sometimes is necessary. And it's, it's probably, a, you know, going to be a good thing going forward for, you know, everybody. And from what you've seen in terms of the offense, uh, Mac Jones, uh, uh, the way he's deteriorated as a quarterback, uh, what's your take on where he's gone? And uh, how do they fix it? You know, I don't. I don't know. I, I, that's 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 really. You know, when you look at his rookie year, was pretty impressive, and what he was able to do and and, and grasp as an offense. And you know, last year's debacle. Um, you know, with Billy O coming in, you thought it would be a little bit better this year, but it's just it really hasn't. And I don't know if it's necessarily all on Mac, to be honest with you, because who's he throwing to and who's blocking for him. You know, I think there's some guys up there that have had some, you know, some okay years and, and you know, not bad. And I'm not, I hate, you know, talking about this and, and saying this because you know how much work and effort and uh, time those guys put in and, and they're not going out there and trying to, you know, suck, but it's, it's just happening. So, um, <laughs> You know, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of lot of issues there, and and to just sit there and say it's because of you, um, you know, would be wrong in my opinion. And uh, how about the general state of the game? I mean, Tom Brady came out uh, about a week or two ago and said, uh, you know, the game is really 
taking a step back, whether it's uh, all the stuff with the roughing the passer, whether it's all the backup quarterbacks or the poor offensive line play. I mean, what's your take on that? To me, I I think the game has not been as exciting this year. I've liked college football a little bit better just as far as entertainment goes. But what's your take on it from a guy who actually played and and understands, you know, the game then versus the game now? Yeah, I, I I I think it has. I don't think it's. It, that's a tough question, Tim, and I I get what you're saying. I, I do think it's taken a little bit of a step back, and it's not the same game that it was um, when I was playing. I don't know if Tommy can say back in his day because he didn't. It, back in his day, it was pretty recent. You know, he's he's played in this uh, in this NFL today. Uh, but you know, the the referee is. It, situation is just ridiculous and that's coming straight from the league so it's got to be you know the league's fault on that the way that they are calling these games um is it's hard to watch it it really is and it's taking a lot of the viewership away i would be you know i'd watch any nfl game um over the years but you know now when you just I forget even the game, but there was a sack. The quarterback had the ball. I think Mac Jones had the ball. I think it was versus Saints. They sacked him, and they got a roughing the passer call. I just I don't understand it. Where, um, how you can make that call and still call the game football? So um, they need to figure something out. I get the safety. I get the health reasons, but um, there's also. It's also football, and then, you know, there's a decision and a choice, and those guys are making it to play, and, um, you know, hopefully they can figure it out and get the reference situation a little bit better. Because I agree. You know, I can, I've heard Tommy say over a number of times over, you know, playing with him, he's like, I'm not going to throw you over the middle. I'm not going to put you in that spot because, you know, you're, you're vulnerable there. And there's no fear of that in the NFL now because they know they can't touch him. And I don't know if that's – you know, it's been a slow, slow burn for the defense and, you know, the restrictions that they've been put on for a while. But now it's it, I don't even know how you play defense. What, what about the offensive line? I mean, no one could speak better. Well, I mean, they could play you. guys. They could play the Patriots because the Patriots can't score anyway. So, I mean, that that's a that's a thing <laughs> to start with. Well, what, what about the offensive Valid. line, Dan? The, the offensive <laughs> line uh, uh, play. Do you, what's your take on that? I mean, a lot of people think that the, you know, the poor play sometimes is because of the offensive line, the execution that they're not allowed to practice. They're not allowed to hit the lack of preseason practice, the lack of, you know, just actually hitting every week during the week. Yeah. Uh, I think that's everybody, Tim. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I think the, the rules that are put into place now through the CBA where, um, you can't put on the pads as much, especially in training camp in the off season, you know, time restrictions. I went in, I think I went in the off season uh, training camp. I was talking to Andrews or something this year and asked him, Oh, what time did you get home last night? Nine thirty, ten, or back to the hotel. He's like, no, we were about at six. You go and be in there for nine. I was like, it's training camp. I mean, like we would walk, we'd go in there at, you know, six in the morning. We wouldn't leave until nine, nine thirty at night, go right to the hotel, go back to bed. And then you go do the same thing the next day. There's, I mean, they can only be in there for eight or nine hours now, which is, they're not even taking their, you know, you're not even hitting. You're just sitting there learning and meetings and, and learning from your coaches and, and watching film. So how, what the, what does that have to do with, you know, you know, player safety? So um, there's a lot of things going on where it's taken away from the game, coaching, 
probably is one. And I'm not saying coaches are any different. You just got to get the right coaches and the right players together to do, you know, to uh, go out there and execute the proper way. Dan Chopin is our guest on Meter and the Coach. Dan, I talked to one of you former offensive lineman uh, who played in the NFL, and he said, you know, a lot of talk always about Dante Skarnecki and how great a coach he was, and you can obviously speak to that. But he says you also have to examine uh, what Dante Skarnecki had. He had, uh, gee, it starts with talent, and he had the greatest player of all time as the quarterback. And whether it's Romeo Cornell or Charlie Weiss or Dante Skarnecki or anybody, any coach that coached in the mm-hmm. Bay Area, they owe everything to Tom Brady. Uh, and I think – the talent drain has been alarming in New England. And just from someone who knows football, like you know it, uh, can you believe it's gotten this bad? No, it's, it's tough. It's, it's, it's not fun to watch. Um, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's hard to believe. You never would have thought that under a Belichick team that, you know, this, this would happen, but you know, that's just the case and that's where we are. And it's, it's Unfortunate. I, you know, it's kind of like, and we used to play um, Parcells teams when he was with, you know, Dallas or, or New York, not New York, but Dallas at the end. You know, those teams sort of, we always felt were kind of slower. Um, you know, bigger guys, slower, and almost like, you know, the game was changing. And, he, you know, maybe Bill didn't, Parcells didn't really have that, you know, thumb on what the new football player was or what what they were looking for in the game and um when you take a look at the rosters around the other you know the other teams in the league you just see so much speed so so much speed and, and when you look at the you know the 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 uh the patriots that you know that speed isn't there so um you know the game changes and that's fine but you just got to be able to be willing to change with it yeah, no, it's accurate. No, no question. Now, before we let you go, uh, Tim and I have talked a lot all year about how college football is better than the NFL this year in terms of pure entertainment. Have you kept an eye on what's going on? And uh, how about the chaos that happened uh, last night? Yeah, no. Sorry. So Florida State won, right? Is that what? Because I wasn't Florida, getting into Florida the uh, holiday. I was, in, I was yeah. into the holiday spirit. So is, how, did Florida State win? Yes, they did. All right, so that's going to be chaos at the top. And I think I heard, Meter, who was your four that you said? Washington, uh, Texas, Florida State, and Michigan, right? Michigan, yep. Yeah, I I agree with you. I think that's what's going to happen, but to not put Florida State in there. Based on what? Can't do it. Based on who they play. You're going to leave out an SEC team? For Florida yep. State, who beat BC by what two points and struggled with Louisville, Louisville and BC goes to play Florida or uh, Georgia or Alabama, they're going to get slaughtered. So, yep. you know, I think just like based on like the top four teams that you want to see, the best four teams, and you know, and unfortunately, you know, it's not Florida State's fault, but you know what they play and who they play, um, I don't think it puts them in the top four team you know, consideration. I'm good with Michigan. I'm good with Washington. I'm good with Texas. Uh, I think you throw Alabama back in there or Georgia or Ohio state, but they're not going to. No, they're not. They're not. It's it, it, you're right. I mean, it's also not helping Florida state's cause that they don't have a quarterback right now. Um, not that they yeah, have to no do kidding. that. Yeah. Uh, 
but so it's it's pure chaos and the 12 12 next year will definitely open things up is it 12 Tim, you want to ask about the pick and roll right. well, before uh, no, I got all the information I needed yesterday on how to defend the pick and roll. It's always a pleasure to talk basketball with Dan and football as well. <laughs> so the final thing, Dan, what about your BC Eagles? Uh, where are they now? Where Where do you think they lie? What do they need to do with their program moving forward? Because they, you know, obviously just they're, they're going to a ball game, but you know, I'm sure as a BC every, guy, you want every, a little every, bit more. Everybody goes to a bowl game. It doesn't, yeah, you know, bowl exactly. games are bowl games. And it, I, that was a, probably true when I was playing too. So, I mean, that's not just something that's new. Um, you know, I, I think, you know, they're mediocre. They're, they're, they're a 500 team. They, you know, beat the teams probably they should or shouldn't or close. It's just, it's hard to watch it. And I, it, they're not, <laughs> they're not an easy team to watch either. Um, and it's a tough place to um, recruit against the teams that they're recruiting with the weather, with the location versus the facilities or weather, you know, down with Southern teams. So, you know, recruiting, you can't miss. You know, you talk about the talent and roster evaluation that the Patriots have gone through. BC, you really can't miss. You've got to get the right kid, the right fit for that program to have good years. And, um, you know, I think that's probably been lacking a little bit over the last few years as well. Uh, Dan, we want to see you at the uh, Sun Bowl or the Fenway Bowl or the Pinstripe Bowl. When we learn the bowl destination later today, I want Dan Copen at one of those destinations. What do you think? That sounds good, Meter. I want a, I want a handwritten, you know, invite personally from you. That's it. <laughs> you give me that, and we'll be there. I can arrange that. I'll send it via Scott Mutrin. Okay. There you go. Yeah, you know the you know the right people to to talk to. Uh, no question. But Dan, thanks for uh, waking up with us. We appreciate it. Look forward to having you on again soon and uh, enjoy those fifth grade basketball games. Hey, they never stop. Dan's hockey, fifth grade basketball games. That's just what we do. You do it well. Dan, thank you. <laughs> thanks, Dan. All right, fellas. Hey, happy holidays. Have a great one. You too. Take care. Dan, Dan Cope, one of the greats. Dan uh, actually uh, put the put the coaching hat on this year. Did a little coaching himself. Coach football and the in the fall at LaSalle Academy. And uh, yeah, I think he enjoyed that. I think the Patriots should make that call, bring him up there and help out with some Why of the woes. I mean, I would, I'd sign up right now to have him as a coach, but he's too smart. He, he's too smart. He's too good of a dad and a husband to, to want to dive into that mess. I love Yeah. We'll get into what Kevin Falk said uh, coming back after this timeout uh, when he was at the tradition the other night at the garden about the Patriots too. We're late for a break. Devo, you're up next with an update on Meter and the Coach. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.